The Decameron, A Year of Otherworldly Tales by Shauna Kozar. Episode 5, Dealing In. Isabel joined the small party at the tavern. Mara Darkmage introduced Yvonne and Jack, who responded in character. Jack with a bit of chivalrous flirting, Yvonne with an almost professional courtesy. If we were at court, thought Isabel, I would have just been introduced to a courtier and a commander. It was hard to say which approach she preferred. It would depend on the situation, she guessed. Do you have a name, or are you sticking with Dragon Lady? Our computer genius seems to have no need for aliases, while our aviator chose the most common name in all the tales. Isabel thought. Something a bit serpentine in meaning. Belinda, she typed. That Victorian chestnut? Mara shot back. You might as well call yourself Fanny. Isabel fell for it. Surely not, she returned in horrified caps. Aha, you're English. Look north, dark one, look north, Isabel countered. All right, Scottish, same thing now, isn't it? Mara queried with a wicked wink. In a very few sentences, she knew this opponent was likely female. Men didn't make such a big deal out of patronizing epithets. She also knew broadly where she was from, that she was something of a patriot, and that she identified with some wild or reptilian aspect of her nature. Did she see herself as tougher than she was, or would she prove a kindred spirit? Jack thought he should step in and stop the fight before it got started. Otherwise, they'd never get going. This Mara character might have the makings of a good host in that she could get people talking right away, but Jack found something about her that was unpleasantly abrasive. Like she was always looking to exploit a weakness, even though in a cooperative text adventure they were all ostensibly on the same side, trying to build the story together. Before he could intervene, though, Yvonne put in, Surely it matters not where we are from, only where we are going in this adventure. Isabel found herself warming to Yvonne and knew he had a point. But she didn't want to relinquish the sense of dragon or serpent in her character's name. It felt right somehow. Adelind, then, she replied. She remembered with a wince that her brother Owen just called her Worm. With a Y, darling, because there's no real reason for you, he'd tease. She suspected he got it from her stepmother. Original thought wasn't really Owen's thing. Noble serpent, Jack wrote. A fine choice and well met. And you, Yvonne, a complex soul with a simple name? A prince among us named for a pauper? Not really, Yvonne replied. More a fool. A jester who loves a good story, 
but one who respects the power of words and soaks them up like a sponge, he smiled to himself. Okay, the hostess thought. The other players were all bright young things. Yvonne might not be as bad in English as she'd hoped, and he gave away less than Jack. Though in her experience, people like Jack were often generous with trivialities, and you had to probe to find the treasure. And the female thought she was high and mighty. A princess. Dragon lady princess. A frog. No, a snake tsarevna. She could work with that. How shall we begin? They are saying we could be in this lockdown situation, wherever we may be from and wherever we are now, on and off for a year or more until there's a vaccine. Do we want to tell stories for a year? Mara queried. Every day for a year is too much, Yvonne said. I haven't got that much imagination and I have to work when I'm called in. What do you do, if I may ask? Isabel as Adeline queried. I'm a courier, quite new to the company, so I get a lot of the shifts the senior guys don't want. Before that, I worked as a cleaner on cruise ships. That sounds more hellish than being a courier, Jack responded. Even before all this happened, you have no idea. I'm in heaven now by comparison. If heaven came in boxes and didn't allow time between drops for eating or bathroom breaks, thought Lucas to himself. Still, your days must be pretty long, Jack wrote. What about someone tells a new story every week around the same time? Adeline concurs, Isabel wrote. Do we tell a new part of the same story, like a weekly serial, or a different story, unrelated to what has gone before? Yvonne likes the idea of us all telling new parts of the same story, said Lucas, but maybe allowing for side trips with minor characters. What's the word? Diversions, Isabel suggested. Yes, allowing for diversions with some characters we might not otherwise get to know as long as someone brings us back to the main story within, say, three or four episodes at most, so we don't lose the thread of it, Lucas continued enthusiastically. I like that, Isabel wrote. Will we go around taking turns, like playing a game? A story is not a game, Mara interrupted. Sometimes there is greater investment in a tale. There should perhaps be an added element of risk or play, though, like a game. I think we should tell the same number of times, but if we always know when we're going to be on, we might be tempted to think up our next contribution too early, as the others tell their tales. That might take away from the originality, no? Yes, Isabel agreed. What do you suggest? A year is 52 weeks. That means we're lucky 13 times a teller each. Basically, a deck of cards, Yvonne said. Ever the card myself... Jack began to a chorus of bracketed groans. I can help there. I wrote a little text-based card drawing program a while ago. Moot will let me load my program into the extras part of the screen and set a hotkey. Let's make it Alt-T for tirer une carte, since the French standardized the suits we use today. We can all pick one. If no one objects, I'll be hearts. Suits you, lover boy, Mara teased. I'll take spades. I claim nobility and power. Take that, princess. 
Adeline takes clubs, replied Isabel. She wasn't playing red if Mara was choosing black. I'll be a peasant. Sometimes we can be revolutionary. That leaves me diamonds. Just call me Yvonne the Merchant's son, I guess, said Lucas. Okay, we let the cards decide the order of play, Jack wrote. So sometimes we might tell for a few weeks in a row, and sometimes we might be silent for quite a while. Agreed? Everyone agreed. Also, Jack went on, stories are a series of timely decisions around the possibility of loss or gain. Spoken like a gambler, Lucas put in with a wink. Yvonne wonders if Jack is sure he wouldn't rather have diamonds. No, Yvonne, that's fine, Jack replied with a smiley. But the other thing my card shuffler does with the number cards is rank the likelihood of loss or gain so the teller can work that possibility into the story for one of the characters. Seven, for example, indicates a 40% chance of gaining something or succeeding in a test. Well, two means a high likelihood a character will fail at a task or lose something. You don't have to incorporate the value of the card in your tale, but it might change things up in an interesting way if you try. Sounds like a fun challenge, Isabel said. What's your program called? The Decameron, uh, with a K like a deck of cards. Sorry, couldn't resist, Jack spelled out, embarrassed. It was a good thing you couldn't blush in text. More bracketed groans were silenced as the first card appeared on their screens. Three of spades, Mara said. Looks like it all begins with me. The Decameron, A Year of Otherworldly Tales, is an original work by Shauna Kozar, all rights reserved. Shauna gratefully acknowledges that she lives and works in a beautiful, storied place, the ancestral lands of the Snamuk First Nation, and that she crafts her tales thanks to the support of the Canada Council.